Fun fact. When this podcast was originally recorded, we were electing to follow a Joe Rogan experience thread where we were going to comment on our experience listening to the experience until we realized that that is actually already a fucking podcast. Well, if you wanted honesty, you have come to the wrong place. This is the Disinformed Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm John. And you almost got me there, and I'm Michael. No, that is actually a thing, my friend. Oh, well, the, then the I Joe guess... Rogan Experience Experience actually is a podcast you can find on Apple Podcast. Can we make a podcast talking about that podcast? I think we should. Just Sec- turtles all the way down. Yeah. I secondary mean, question: Is it just a podcast filled with cucks? I mean, at this one, definitely. But theirs, I can't speak to. But I mean, we are already technically recording a podcast talking about that podcast. Yeah, that's really mm. fair. So do we, we want to just call that episode the Joe Rogan Experience, Experience, Experience? The Experience uh, c- Cubed? Cubed, Cubed, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's rip the bandit off real quick. There is no topic this week. Yes. Uh, wow. So if you're if you're here, I mean, technically, the topic is, is that we are, you know, commemorating all of us doing our civic duty today because it is Erection Day. And I uh, love Erection Day. It's my favorite day of the week. Yes. I, I mean, technically, uh, every, every day, day is Erection Day <laughs> around here. But to, to, uh, to crib Michael with that attitude. <laughs> indeed. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's the day that we all cast our seed. Into the sea of the toilet, and uh, that's uh, flush it to join the <laughs> national seed. I, I guess it's I, a it's seed watch actually for uh, oh. a tease for Michael's future episodes in studying L. Ron Hubbard. Mm. Uh, yes, that's our our you know new affiliation seed watch. <laughs> and Shane, we're being socially distantly responsible. We are in the same room for the first time in a very long time. It has been... I don't remember the last time we actually did an in-person. It would have had to have been March. March. Uh, so, yeah, John is is over at my home, and we have been doing things uh, musically and sexually together and uh, for the first time in, in quite some time. And, I mean, as, we're not doing it right now because we are very well-spaced and it is pretty large living room you have a very nice house it's very spacious um, yes. we have been masked the entire time we've been responsible and mm-hmm. and, and whatnot so before you, anyone sends me any messages you can fuck right off it's uh you know the nice thing is is that uh we have not had any spit interact with one another except for our anuses it's uh i can't spring for that much lubricant these days so it's just, i can't come up with anything but froth right now that is Fair a beautiful enough. image, and I've seen it. You know what's funny? Michael, you have probably had this experience. Have you had to do the spit test yet uh, to test for COVID? No, I have Oh, not. you did the nasal test? 
No, I have not. You haven't done a test. No, I have not. Uh, well, our employer <laughs> has been very uh, strict about doing those random tests. I have had three now. I have not. <laughs> well, congratulations. You have officially escaped I, unscathed. I feel like that's just a beautiful picture of what our state has been doing testing-wise. Uh, <laughs> just <that> well, interaction. <laughs> it, it's also a testament to the fact because, you know, Michael is supposed to be seeing students a, a great deal more on the regular than I am. And uh, technically, he's uh, he's the... Uh, the walking uh, plague germ right now. So I think what you're trying to say is instead of sending you or I any any mail about being in the same room, maybe start sending Michael some mail about being an asshole. Mm-hmm. I haven't been asked to do it. It's not like I refuse to do it. They just so the, haven't. Uh, asked so let me, me. get. The, so if a. I was going to ask a condom question, but I realize you don't fuck. Um, <laughs> I'm abstinent. Uh, Save it for the fourth year. Well, as long as you don't abstain from voting, we'll we'll call it even. Nope i submitted uh, I submitted on actually on my birthday, which was a couple of days ago, as of the recording. Happy birthday. Thank you. And then yes. I also checked to make sure last night that it was accepted, and Same. it was. Good. So, How about you, Shane? Uh, I am also accepted and accredited, so I believe we have all officially voted here. We Sweet. have. You know, I am very, very guilty. I felt very proud to vote this time around because I did not vote in 2016. And charlatan. I charlatan. I felt really, really, really bad. You are officially part of the problem. That's exactly. <laughs> I dealt with a great deal of anxiety and depression after that election because I realized that you know even though one vote was not going to swing that electoral nonsense, yeah. um, it still would have been the right thing to do. So if you're listening to this and you pulled to me and you just didn't vote at all, I fucking hate you. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, correct, friends, because our, the last election did actually teach us that there will come a day when pigs can fly. Uh, and they will also be able to run this country. And so, <laughs> yeah, just, uh, you know, do, do your best to, you know, keep us from being at our worst for another four right. years. <laughs> now we, we said we we're going to be like, we're going to try and make this like a fun episode because mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of nonsense happening today. Um, Shane, do you see in our chat, the zoom chat, mm-hmm. I sent a video to Michael before we rolled. Okay. And I'm probably going to put it into our intro music, which may or may not have changed. I don't think I'm going to have time to do it this week. So you're going to get one more episode of spoopy music. Okay. But I think I'm going to take some samples from this video. And I can can send this to Michael to maybe plant into the episode when you listen now. Because it should be real easy to do. Okay. Yeah. So I will uh, I will click this hyperlink and uh, hope to hell. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna float oh, out no, in my external party. speakers. Please give me cock. Do you have cock? And ask them the price of cock. Cola, cola, cola. But it was not cola. It was cock. Remember cock? And what's cock? It's not cock in Korean. Cola. Good. So, cock. Do you have cock? You know what? The joke is on you, motherfuckers, because I've actually heard that phrase before in that exact same way. Oh, please give me cock. And John actually saw it happen once or twice, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, that's... 
<laughs> so, Michael, you're going to have to include the YouTube link in the That's show notes fine. now. Of course. Because I, I think no now that it that. just blared into his microphone, we don't need to. <laughs> well, I'll probably still line it up with it just in case uh, it wasn't loud enough. So, uh, I was, how's, that, uh, how's that for a palate cleanser? I wasn't ready for that. Um, <laughs> and I'm fairly certain that she's not ready for that either. Uh, Do you want to describe to the listeners what that video was? This was a uh, an instructional uh, video of someone who was teaching linguistics, who happened to be of the Asian persuasion. And uh, she was asking, uh, the sentence was that, uh, you know, please give me a Coke. You know, if, if for those who may want a soft drink and, uh, it was a soda or, or, or cola, cola, cola. Yes. So, uh, but, uh, the, the accent just, uh, laid siege to a particular word in that sentence, which, uh, you know, as Michael illustrated, yeah, holy monkeys. I still to this. I saw that video for the first time with our drummer Asher. Cause again, if anyone's new to the podcast <sighs> or we haven't plugged it in six episodes shane and i play in a band called damn the weather Mm -hmm. uh so our drummer asher him and i we met when we played in a metal band together and we saw that video for the first time while we were in that band and that was easily seven or eight years ago um but still to this day like at the bar we have coke and diet coke anytime someone orders a coke or i'm having a coke in the back of my head i always hear give me cock (laughs) please give me cock i need a cock (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, floating back to a, a, a primary point here before we, you know, get back into how long it's been that we've been in a band together. Um, so Michael, I'm, I'm sorry that we did not acknowledge your birthday on your birthday, but, uh, I, I don't truck with this whole, we have to make specific dates on the calendar important. I, I feel like I'm miserable every day of my life and that does not change depending upon the weather or other mitigating circumstances, the least of which being whether or not I slipped out of a womb on that day you know in a commensurate year so he i did slip uh, that's fair yeah. my mom treated that for her birthday as far back as i can remember so i kind of have that sort of like ingrained on my consciousness um so my girlfriend wanted to treat me though so now i have a fancy cold brew set oh i thought uh, you were gonna say another kid no <laughs> I said we're waiting until our fourth year. We, I was going to say, or something you, you need to get a swab for. Uh, uh, nope. Nope, just a fancy cold brew set. Have well, they that's done a fantastic. podcast episode of yeah. a birth yet? Because that could be episode four's climax, or uh, season four's climax is us putting a microphone right next to her as she's giving birth. Like, Good Lord. Next to her bits. Why? <laughs> because uh, that's the, the ASMR that no one's asked for, but uh, everyone needs. Oh, oh I, I bet there's an ASMR of that. I, I can't imagine there. I don't want to hear. Search for it though. Furthermore, the episiotomy. I do not need to actually have recorded audio for at all. That yeah. actually made me squeamish just <laughs> contemplating that as a as a thing that happened. I someone was I was listening to a podcast and someone was going through the dictionary to get to epiphany and said episiotomy <laughs> and it scared the bejesus out of me just hearing it again. It's that's a bad trigger word for Shane. Yeah. I anytime you take a scissor to a part of your body, I just don't imagine that's a good thing. Like he a haircut? says, even though he watches Hostel like every day. <laughs> 
I really, it's funny. Like the gore horror is not my favorite thing. Like I'll deal with it. Hellraiser is probably one of the notable exceptions, but even that is really tame comparatively. Uh, yeah, it just, uh, not something that I, I need to see people just disincorporated physically or chemically. Michael, can you do that thing that you did to Shane's voice when he said vampire powers for this next bit? Um, I can try. I don't remember the effect, but I'll try it. Well, it's time for a horny segue. Um, why did speaking, we turn into a bad radio program? Please tell me. That's why. That's why I, I want it. I was like, okay. I'm more tempted to just put like an air horn or <laughs> dogs barking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we don't have Frank on this episode. That's the only detriment. Oh, well, and I mean, it's lesser for it. The Sigourney segue is that I've been, I already told a little bit of this to Shane when I saw, or when I first got here, but when I've been staying up really late and I fall into YouTube holes because I don't feel like doing anything or watching anything with true substance, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so I, I got baited by a Joe Rogan clip. And it's Rob Zombie talking about House of a Thousand Corpses. And it's about like, it's about like eight and a half minutes long. And I realized that I'd never listened to Rob Zombie talk or like just be like, I've never watched an interview. I've never watched him be like a person. Like, so I was really, my 3 a.m. brain was like, okay, this seems acceptable. And it was actually really fascinating to hear him talk about like, like Joe Rogan asked him like, not to turn into the reaction podcast to ex Joe Rogan episodes, but they talked about like why he was gravitated towards hyper violence um, and things like that. It was just, it was really fascinating, but it motivated me to rewatch house of a thousand corpses, which now that you are listening since this debuted, it is no longer October. So that would have been the last, what I have been watching during Halloween, but house of a thousand corpses is borderline gore porn. Uh, in certain areas and it's way rougher than i remembered also a takeaway and i didn't share this yet with you shane chris hardwick isn't it uh yeah Uh, yeah. uh, is it chris chris hardwick i the dude who did all the after shows for walking dead yeah i'm just trying to remember what the hell his first name is it chris okay i just couldn't remember but yes yes he's and fucking rain wilson so Uh dwight schrute Yes, is prominently in House of a Thousand Corpses, and I totally. In fact, they're the only noteworthy celebs in it currently. Mm-hmm. And also, how dare you impugn Sid Haig, my friend? Well, <laughs> uh, Sherry Moon can get it though. She's a she's a very uh, fetching woman. Then, yes, back uh-huh. then. Uh-huh. But I am a hundred percent certain that that's not a character that she's playing. I'm hundred uh, percent certain that is just her as a human being. It's possible. I, I just the homicidal aspect of it might be, you know, something that has gotten played a little more low key. Yeah. She's the living dead girl after all. So it's and important how. to emphasize. Uh, I similarly went down a, an interesting rabbit hole. So I watched both the, I did a, a flash forward through the, the grudge nice. and uh, got into the grudge too. I have elected to watch the also ran horrors for my last few days here. The what? The also rans. So whereas I really love, for instance, John Carpenter's The Thing, I have watched the prequel thing uh, for The Grudge. I wanted to watch The Grudge, too, because it is the stepsister. Like, it is gotcha. not the popular film compared to. And it is a much worse film quality-wise. Is that Sarah Michelle Gellar in that one? Um, she's in both, yes. Uh, but only for just, like, the first little bit, actually. Why do I remember that? Uh, well, because it's, it's weird to see a Horace in a horror movie. 
You're thinking about uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, no shit. You're right. Sarah Just Michelle because Gellar it's a, is I, hot. Uh, uh, <sighs> yes. Uh, we take nothing away from Buffy, my friends. Or Buffy version 2.0. To be, right. you know, Christy I'm Swanson is uh, OG Swan, uh, OG Swanson, uh, OG Buffy is still <laughs> something that turns my my gears from time to time. I don't Speaking think of, I've rewatched the original Buffy movie. I have yeah. it. I'll let you borrow it. You can take it with take you. It. I will take yes. it with me. Um, but t- to your point, uh, I am doing the also ran to House of a Thousand Corpses. I'm going to watch The Devil's Rejects. That was that's... one of the ones that's in the running as well. Okay, so sorry, Michael, you're just being a moderator at this point. Uh, <laughs> I usually am. <laughs> so after watching House of a Thousand Corpses and while I was watching it, which you'd be happy to know and surprised to know, I watched in one sitting. Look at you. Um, Ooh. I was looking up while watching it. It's like audience ratings and critic reviews, and it just gets torn apart on, for the most part, both. But The Devil's Rejects has amazing reviews. I've seen it before, and Mm. I remember the first time I saw it because it disturbed the living shit out of me because it is one of the most sadistically violent movies I have ever seen. But people applaud it for how well written the bad people are. Mm -hmm are uh, yeah they're very deplorable they're they're characterized i'm assuming it's not just 1d like i'm a bad guy boo the the first one has more of a supernatural element to it because they're dealing with dr satan and everything whereas the second one it's more like the manson family on a road trip Mm. so it's a little bit of a different it feels more like a 70s exploitation film than does, you know, House of a Thousand Corpses, which is in and of itself kind of an homage uh, to horror. But there's a a lot deal uh, more of the characters being fleshed out and their relationships to one another as opposed to just having people stumbling into really weird abattoirs of hatred and disembodied, you know, human beings, uh, which Mm -hmm. is really what House of a Thousand Corpses is. is Have you seen Three from Hell? I have not seen Three from Hell yet. I had planned to, and then everything, of course course you know went to shit so it is on shutter Ooh, okay i really need to get on that i'll i will have bypassed halloween before i get to the shutter fix but no it's fine i going into the halloween season i thought that once october ended i would discontinue my shutter membership mm. but throughout this month it's i've kind of forced myself to use the app more and it's really worth the money if you if you if you have the extra scratch, I know things are fucking weird right now, mm-hmm. but it's it's well worth it. Well, I mean, the Creep Show remake alone is going to be something that I was invested in. And of course, we would never advocate for this, but Shane, I hope that this slip of paper doesn't fall onto the floor with my login information to my shutter. Oh I yeah, certainly. Sin- no. Sincerely hope that it doesn't fall onto the floor as I leave. Mm-hmm. You need because, to keep that with you at all times. Because we need yeah. to support the things that we love. But let me just write this down so I don't forget. Yeah. Uh, and the nice thing Why? is with most of those, <laughs> the pay services, the funny thing is, is like I, I have not needed them because as there's a giant wall of material behind us here. But uh, the fun thing is, is I uh, actually started watching something on Netflix today called The Ritual which I am about 70% through. Now, granted, this I will have completed this by the time this airs, but um, really interesting film, uh, and I described it as sort of the the witch meets Midsummer. Uh, so Ooh. it is an entertaining film to check in. But um, as in my escalation into all the also-rans, will finally culminate on Halloween night. I will be watching Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. 
Uh, it's notoriously bad. Uh, which it's it, the only in the franchise that does not feature Michael Myers, and hence it has a very big bullet next to it in most people's lists. But I actually enjoy it. It is campy enough. Uh, it is certainly, it beats the holy hell out of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 on the list of quality control for sequels. I still need to watch Poltergeist to fulfill what I was talking about last week. Okay. Um, but I am interested. I haven't seen the sequel to Halloween obviously then haven't seen any of the other sequels i've seen the rob zombie halloweens year i've seen um, the original the um halloween 2 feels very much like hellraiser 2 at most of the sequels of that time period it picks up essentially right where the other story left off and just takes you on so it's basically later that night okay that's why yeah it's it's worth investigating i i will you will be walking out of here with a bag full of material i think by the time we finish this evening (laughs) not the least of which being your copy of uh blake crouch's recursion which will be finally leaving my collection (laughs) oh no i want to donate to the shane hunt library okay well i will actually set it on fire then if if you're just gonna you know (laughs) leave right here (laughs) because i i will ritualistically sacrifice it to the gods of good writing and just put it on a Fair. on a you know giant pit outside. I do have a fire pit in the yard, so That's I can beautiful. I can okay. yeah I'll get rid of it in 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 style. Mm, there you <laughs> go. Oh flambe. Uh, okay, Michael, so, have you been watching anything? Um, Except I can't your remember life where I left off. By? I uh, yeah, <laughs> watch uh, my life uh, uh, just spiral around the drain. Mm, tasty. Speaking of birthdays, uh, I. Fi- <laughs> <laughs> I finished um, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Did you like it? It was definitely... The last episode was very interesting. It was almost like a... I wouldn't say it's like a dramatic turn into a different style genre, but it's it's definitely an interesting ending. Like, I liked it, um, but it kind of deviated from the horror a bit. I think, in my personal opinion, with how I'm going to grade it, um, it was probably a couple episodes too long. I feel like it kind of fluffed a little bit in some places. Okay. Um, they kind but of it was hit still that really with good. Hill House as well. I feel yeah. there were some extraneous bits that could have been lost. Mm-hmm. But still, really good. Recommend a watch of it. Um, this morning, I finished Call of Cthulhu, the <gasps> video game. Nice. nice. Very good. Um, it plays a lot like um, something that Lovecraft would have written if he was in today's day and age and told to write a video game. Um the, well, it's definitely not anywhere near as racist, so that's good. Uh, <laughs> um, there was like one action scene towards the end, but it wasn't like swashbuckling or anything like that. It was more like a frenzied sort of like you got to try and stay alive, um, but not anything like crazy. So it was it was good. It was very it was very. Uh, I wouldn't call it a slow burn because it's kind of a short game, but it felt like that. It felt like you were approaching everything in a methodical place. But then I feel like the very end, it kind of ramped up um, and like sped up uh, to where I was at the very end part, the climax, and literally the falling action was like one button prompt and two minutes later I was getting credits. Oh, wow. So maybe that was just the ending that I got. It's a lot yes. of, uh, you know, just uh, uh, as opposed to expository, uh, they just wanted to wrap everything for a nice little denouement. Yes. So instead of summoning the Leviathan, I did not. I'll just leave it at that. Because by the time you eventually, like, get to the game, you'll probably forgotten this. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, um, I don't, because, uh, you know, Leviathan, uh, the demon of the deep, the guardian of the gates of hell, is not going to be something I will soon forget. 
I don't mean to be off topic here, but I just got a DM to literally right now to fuck. our disinformed uh, Instagram. Ooh, I'm intrigued. Too fuck. It is from no. It is from <laughs> the Christian Stitcher. <gasps> oh, never mind. And as of six forty six on what's today's date? The twenty eighth on yes. October twenty eighth at six forty six p.m. I have officially listened to every freaking episode. I want my participation trophy. Well, well I, I have one you right certainly here. Got it. It's called "You Need to Get a Life." <laughs> Damn! Ouch! Oh, you didn't have to, you didn't have to go that hard on the poor uh, gal. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I listen to them all as well, and I feel worthless. So I I don't know what's how say. about. But I, I don't see the correlation though. I have an idea. Since the Christian Stitcher has listened to every single episode. And since we happen to live in the same town, uh, I'm comfortable yes. with having this individual over, and you know, having having her on an episode. If you yeah. want to do a participation trophy, so sure. I'll get an extra mic cable because I only have one right now, and I have a passable mic. Um, or if this individual has their own laptop and wants to bring it, I have a USB mic, and I can show them how to record their audio. So we'll have, you know, a clean file, and we'll have it in a room where there's not going to be more noise than usual, you know, Frank. So, and I'll I'll hit this person up and see if they have an esoteric topic that they want to school us on. Yeah, please. Yeah. That would be fantastic. We are all about guests on this glorious little podcast. Um, also, I'll hit up the uh, the boys over in Separate Rooms podcast and see if sometime in November they want to yeah. hop on a session. By yeah. all means. And of anything, even if they don't want to, you know, if no one wants to come up with a topic, we're happy to have new perspectives for catching lies Absolutely. as well. Because we kind of know what one another's blind spots are. I will say that. Yeah. If if Duan taught us anything on the anniversary episode, it's that, you know, there's there's different vibes and there's different, like, Duan was a little more, like, trigger happy. <laughs> understandably so i mean one it's a, a new experience and that's always going to be a different vibe for us to bring someone else into the dynamic so it's it's like a, a bedroom farce basically the the menage aux trois needs to be mentally prepared for i imagine but i would argue that someone that has watched all the episodes has a better idea of how to approach this without question so. Mm-hmm. They would be more classically trained, if you will. And I will uh, manage to find some form of actual participation trophy to, to provide, okay. as opposed Sounds to good. derision, <laughs> which is what you know most everyone expects from me anyway. But uh, <laughs> right. I, I'm sure I'll find something nice. It's going to subvert expectations. I subvert everything else, so I mean, I, I might as well just give it a whirl. What are you drinking, okay. Mike? Um, what? What are you drinking? I am- I am drinking... Tears of small children. North Coast Brewing Company's Never Say Die. It's an old Rasputin <laughs> Russian Imperial Stout. As nice. opposed to the current COVID climate's uh, cry of Never Say Diet. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, uh, you know, obesity kills more than COVID, Shane. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. I hope so. Because that's, <laughs> you know, that's why I've been action-packing the, the calories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, please let me die faster. Liver failure, um, kidney failure, everything. Just give up the ghost at once. That's all I want. The I also did start playing the other night um, Amnesia Rebirth. Oh, that's what you're excited for, right? Mm-hmm. It's called it's, Getting Blackout Drunk. 
No. <laughs> if I sit out here in your house, it's your problem. It not is. Mine. I'm that's, sorry. Yes. That's called amnesia, the dark descent. Ah, so, okay. um, or a machine for pigs uh, to to do the other time. I've seen so. both you and your <laughs> significant other play that game in person. So it's uh, <laughs> scary for all involved parties. <laughs> But uh, it plays a lot like the original uh, Amnesia: Dark Descent. I haven't played too much of it, but it's it's it feels like a tried and true like I wouldn't say clone, but it feels a lot like the original Amnesia. So if you play the original Amnesia and you really like it, I recommend this one a go. It's the it's the one to give a a, a thorough playing. Yes. You know how I bought those games on sale last week, and I was really excited about it. <laughs> haven't played one at all. I've only played Dead by Daylight. You're, you're, you know, that's one of the primary reasons why I don't purchase anything these days is that I find when I get a hankering, I want to just go play Bloodborne for the 800th time or play NBA <laughs> stuff is like you fall into the creature comforts, like the welcoming embrace of a game. I, I just don't want to waste the time on something that might be good and yeah. might just explode my face. It's kind of like, you know, friendships or relationships is why <laughs> I don't get involved with those either. I, I don't like being disappointed. I think I'm also addicted at this point. The time of day that I play, I'm getting a lot. I still I get messages almost every time I play from people that are upset. Wow, really? And, still? Uh, the last one that I got, because I only get messages after 2 a.m., um, the last one I got was because <laughs> I was playing killer. So I was, you know, taking out the, the group of four and someone text or messaged me after and was like, literally targeted and attacked me the entire time. And I responded back, literally didn't hide or evade me the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that is a good question, I suppose, is we should talk about like playing style. So do you prefer to be the killer or do you like to be part of the group? I'm really glad you asked. Um, Naturally. Dead by Daylight has a very predictable server schedule. So if I'm playing in the morning to mid-afternoon, I'll play as a survivor because the queue times are immediate. So I can just go match, match, match like you're playing Call of Duty. Right. But if I tried to do that at night, I'd be waiting probably five to ten minutes in between matches. So if I play when I get home from work or let's say after 8 p.m., I'll play as killer because then that's immediate queues. So I am unfortunately and nerdily the same rank on Killer and Survivor because I play them both almost an equal amount now. Okay. I was going to say, though, your your general sort of like trolling nature and, and tendencies would imply to me that Killer would be something that you would relish a bit more. But then knowing the actual game dynamic and playing it, you almost have as much delight in being able to like taunt a, a poor Killer and run away and do the circles uh, as opposed to, you know, just... Yeah, I'll, I'll say it's made me really well balanced. So like I can identify what will... Um you know, rudely call a baby killer. So what I'll do with them, and if you've even played the game, this isn't going to make any fucking sense to you, but there's pallets that you can drop uh, while you're like running away or making a pat that's called looping. So what I'll do if I know it's a baby killer or sometimes just to be a dick is I'll run past a pallet, hide behind the pallet, and wait, raid as the killer is walking up to stun drop them, and then you do a, a double T bag, so you just hit L2 twice, and it's your way of being like poo poo on you, and then you run away. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I would, I would probably understand now why someone would feel compelled to send you a message at three in the morning 
for having given them the full tea bag. Yeah, that that might be a little incendiary. Yeah, yeah. just a tad. Oh my I've, I've trained you so, well, my friend. I was going to say, so I don't take it out on other people that I love. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that too. It's it really is weird, like being one almost kind of like the the generation removed, but then also just personality wise. The degree of attentiveness and sort of like dedicated play versus you and then Asher. Cause Asher, yeah. like the, the autism spectrum has driven that boy to so many like broad arrays of detail oriented play that there is no nuance anymore to that game for him. He can actually literally basically just walk you through startup, the thing booting and every single playthrough with every character. Right. So in order for Asher to get enjoyment out of a game, and it's something I really, really uh, love about him, mm. it has to have deep rich mechanics that take a long a long time there has to be deep systems to learn yeah you can't hack and slash with asher and it's why he doesn't play dead by with me anymore and it's why he he's the one who got me into it and he doesn't play it anymore because he said and i quote there's not enough changing in the game for me like there's there's nothing new to learn in the game mm-hmm. once you've played it you've played it and and that's what it is and it's the same reason he won't play fortnite same reason he won't play call of duty I can so on and that. so forth yeah. yeah and i agree with it but at the same time i'm the trash that is targeted towards because i get <laughs> home and my brain is fried and i don't want to learn something new i don't want to die uh trying the same section eighteen thousand times uh-huh. like I, I i want something where it's quick relatively easy and i can just set it down and forget about it this is also coming, Michael, to contextualize. I'm not sure you've played the game, but you've likely heard or seen I, things. I've watched like uh, like someone play it. It's a like really a popular live stream like game. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, also yeah. more, I was talking about um, the game. I will. It, Asher talks about like Sekiro as though it's oh, a cakewalk. Yeah, well, if you understand the mechanics and you know, like, all the invincibility frames and everything, it is. But getting there is oh, the look difficult at the big thing. Dick and, on Michael. Well. Uh, yeah, I, You've I it. just because I, yeah, I've been okay. Sekiro. All right, well, I um, have not, but, uh, and so this is just for me having watched people and heard about the frustration, and actually I have just watched playthrough on one guy because he was incredibly entertaining. Oh, so yeah. Afro Sinju, if uh, if anybody is keen on checking that out, I'll link it in the show notes. He's fantastic, but yeah, he would get like scream, riot, rage, uh, you know heavy in his posts and streams because he'd get so frustrated with it. I was like, yeah, yeah I, that same. would probably be me. I, I would lose my mind Unless for a while. Unless we forget the Guardian Ape fight. It, yeah, because the Guardian Ape fight, oh, uh, both both of the iterations looked to me like the most harrowing thing that you could encounter in a video game. When I played the um, Guardian Ape and the, the, the both phases at the same time, mm-hmm. I think I spent about 40 minutes playing one fight of it because I just kept running around in I circles because love- I was looking for an that fight i thought i would you hate yourself so much you should go talk to someone about that i've been talking to you guys for a year plus yeah that's fair i guess (laughs) if that's Uh, uh, you know basically self-flagellation for the catholics out there and if uh, if becky ever listens to this podcast she'll be like yeah he says he loves that fight but she's heard all of the inappropriate things that i've yelled while being just getting my shit pushed in by it i mean the thing literally Literally throws feces at you it's just (laughs) like i don't know any dynamic in a game that's better hey also this is way left turn here Mm. we have come full circle from last week where you mentioned that spotify was trying to block a certain individual 
yes. uh, from being on a podcast. Uh-huh. And it happened. It happened twice in one week, certain point of fact. So not, again, to be the fucking reactionary podcast here, but I the Joe watched... Joe Rogan experience, experience, experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I watched... 75% of the Kanye West interview. Look at you. I, I don't want to touch it. I have no inclination to see that. I will say that's that fair. 75 minutes, Joe Rogan talked for five minutes. Yes. That's uh, in the same way that like the Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, I episode I had to turn off after like 10 minutes. And it, I really, to Michael's favorite phrase, I curate my own experience with that podcast there are guests that i'm interested in and those are the only ones i touch i don't subscribe to the thing i just will see somebody's name float up and like that's a weird poll that would be a fun conversation to hear because like john stewart or matthew mcconaughey is another one that was on recently for this week that i downloaded the robert downey jr one as i mentioned before but the rob zombie one i i downloaded like there are some that really grab me or like that's a cool get like that would be a fun guest most of the stand-up comics I don't know anything about, could care less. I swear to God, anytime I see Tom Segura, I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Speaking of the Your Mom's House episode this week, their guest is Polly Shore, and it is a really tough one to get through because he does not, like, he, he seems like a sweetheart on the interview, but he is just not made for their their podcast like it's one of the weirder gets on their show he's also the one of the most self-aggrandizing human beings on the planet which i understand because he's basically become a pop cultural sort of like you know tagline or punchline at this point uh he refuses not refuses makes it sound aggressive but like he actively does not wear his headphones throughout the interview so far to the point where like hey we're showing you clips or hey if you want to talk to the booth Got to put the cans on, man. And he's like, oh. <laughs> totally couldn't hear sounds. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh. Yes. The squeezel. <sighs> yeah. I, I'm unfortunately, I lived through that fad and I was cognizant of the governing laws of reality at the time. And I still watched those movies and managed to escape unscathed to the point that I was, when I was watching Haunting of Hill House and then moving into Bly Manor, I was going, you know, she doesn't look any different than she did when she was in son-in-law. It's almost like you just flash forward that woman like two days and she's here. And my goodness, Tiffany Amber Thiessen looked fantastic in that movie. <sighs> um, don't, I don't think I'm familiar with either. Okay, well, good. Uh, I think I'm the only one on this podcast who hasn't watched Bly Manor. All right. Well, uh, Tiffany. I can't remember which actress you're talking about. Uh, Tiffany so Amber to... Thiessen is, uh, she was Kelly Kapowski on Saved by the Bell. For those of you who are old enough to, uh, to track with me, she was also on, um, Melrose Place for a while or 90210, either one. Yeah. I Christian Stitcher, you know who he's talking about. <laughs> yes. For, I, I was born were, in 1870 born. and, uh, you know, I'm just maturing here. I hear the railroad's coming through any day now. It's going to be big. <laughs> <laughs> That's why all those, yes, all those epithets that y'all enjoy bleeping is just, you know, it's just part of my culture. I was raised that way. You were helping your granddad put the, uh, the, the ears on the belt. <laughs> yes, I was actually, uh, it was one of the, uh, the greatest moments of my life was my, my first set of ears. You didn't expect me to remember that Snapple fact. Yeah, what's funny is I actually did have to collect ears. If, uh, not from human beings, but when we used to do, um, coyote hunting, 
uh, for the okay. cattle ranchers, we would bring back validation that you had killed one by bringing its ears because you don't want to, you know, transport the entire you carcass. You are making more and more sense to me as time goes on. Yeah, tell me about it. It's so yes, you that's, are a fine wine. <laughs> those are the uh, that was what you had to do to signify you had actually made a kill. Is you had to bring the ears in, and, and it's it's horrible. But uh, yeah, Michael, did you die? No, I'm listening. He's he's texting his mother to ask if he has permission to take part in this conversation anymore. I'm trying to see if I I'm trying to I'm trying to see Mom? the person that you were mentioning. Why Hello? aren't you just typing on your keyboard, you cut? Because I, I forgot the name. Tiffany Amber Thiessen? Okay. You're using a lot of multisyllabic <laughs> words. Uh, did you like that comment I left on your personal Instagram, Shane? It was a uh, When, did, when it, did you leave one? It was a uh like a multiple pictures of your pets. It was a oh, pet yes. catalog picture. Yes. Okay. And the uh-huh. second picture in the, the series was a picture of your cat looking. Yes. And it like, was like Michael trying to s- understand or pronounce multisyllabic words. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> I give up. It's appropriate. Uh, it was right just, it was just here. your cat giving like the, mo- the world's most like straight, like, where am I face? <laughs> she was buried amongst, uh, you know, pillows on my bed at the time. Which is important. Have have you lost your mind yet, Michael, on a loose fit? Mildly, yes. Okay. I, well. The darkness, the madness is setting in, but I don't feel like I've completely lost my mind yet. I, I can see, I can hear the whispering of the cultists in my ear. Um, because I played a Lovecraft game. I understand. Game, so, I was yeah, with yes, you. Yes, I so, just I... so the cults, the cultists are in my ear, but I haven't cracked open that old Necronomicon yet. Well, so I, can... I sincerely hope. Sorry, not to no, please, you guys. What I sincerely hope is that we're at least like distracting or helping uh, today. Or whenever you're listening to it, but if you're listening to it on the day we prefer you to, which is the day that it drops, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully and this every is a welcome that. distraction. Uh, sorry to break the fourth wall here and ruin the distraction. Uh-huh. Um, oh, ah! my endorphins. Bless you. <laughs> oh, my ovaries. Excuse me. I thought the session crashed there for a second. I was like, that would have been beautiful. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have. Anytime there's technical difficulties, it might be funny for you, John, but it's not for me. It's 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 not. It's terrible. Oh. It makes me cry. Can you send that to me in a message so that I can respond to it like I would a troll message on PlayStation? Because <laughs> that sounds like a complaint that I would get. <laughs> Yikes. I do have that marching band in my head all the time. Yeah. All the time. Well, what's funny is I was thinking about... Um, I had Melissa's brother over here as uh, we were recording last week, and he and I sat and had what was tantamount to a, a podcast episode for about an hour and a half after we had spoke here. So I did, you know, the hour podcast and then, you know, another 40 minutes of the uh, School of Prayer and Miracles and then oh, the yeah, After Dark and then talked for another hour and a half. But we were talking about he used to work as a prison guard. And Shawshank Prison? Not Shawshank Prison, for God's sakes. Um, oh, that reminds me. Sorry. Dunderfuck. <laughs> continue your story. I have another thing. <laughs> this He's is, trying this to continue is the, his story. Uh, 
I said finish your story. Sorry, I have a tangent. I hate you. And uh, in any event, <laughs> I too. like it is a really interesting topic for me. And in the same way that the time I asked Asher in a bar while everyone else was drinking and having a good time about his sexuality for an hour and a half and just grilled him on every possible avenue or facet of it that I needed to understand. Yeah. We did the same thing for, you know, talking about working in a prison. And he told me he's, you know, been in a room with a true to life hermaphrodite. And had to do a strip search with, you know, both he and then a female guard to, to represent the fact. And like, they're just a slew of interesting topics. And he actually gave me a book, uh, about the 1980, uh, riots in the prison in New Mexico, which is grisly and horrific, but I greedily consumed the book. So just, I was thinking about this of, I do somewhat long for days where I could just sit and have conversations that don't have to have that driving sort of like topic to it that we have here. Oh, uh, but okay, this is okay. just a, a mental hang up that I'm having because I love our format and we're going to continue with our format. But that's one of the reasons why I was thinking of like, let's do loose fit. Let's just sit and have a conversation. And well, um, yeah, that's fair. Well, guys, I, if you refer back to season one, <laughs> um, no. I, I deleted all those episodes. Cool. Don't blame you. I don't live in the past. I nearly name dropped an, a local artist. Um, if you go back to season one, I'm glad I interrupted. Zing. <laughs> if you go back to season one, what we did, and it was mainly because of my laziness, it was a Michael episode, a Shane episode, and a loose fit thingy. Mm-hmm. And the reason we stopped doing it is because we kind of like doubled down on just having a topic. Uh. But at any point in time, you could have every third episode just be, uh, you could almost do maybe like last episode of the month, just be whatever the fuck you want it to be. Mm-hmm. So those, those are options. And again, not to plan the show while we're doing the show, but it's those are, which is what we do often. Probably like every other you know episode what? we <laughs> do this. <laughs> Holy hell. We actually have a smattering of listeners now that occasionally interact with us. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this and you think that's a worthwhile idea, why don't you just tell yeah. us what to do? Uh, because we'll do either. Like we just, we're narcissistic and we love the sounds of our own voices. Well, and also we have proven nothing over the course of our time here is that we are a podcast by children for children. Uh, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> so everyone can join in on that. No, we have a, a slew of very sophisticated listeners who put up with the fact that we are all juvenile delinquents. Uh, but it's a podcast for adults by children. There we go. Yes. We somehow managed not to be high school dropouts. Thankfully. Uh, uh, but it, it's just an interesting thing, you know, and one, we all get free therapy from this that we've talked about. Absolutely. And it's just fun to catch up. But like, you know, John oh, yeah. and I were basically having a therapy session about my music career and certain facets of it before we got on here that, you know, would have been very interesting, but it's not really for public consumption because we I don't want to throw I, anyone under the bus. I was going to say, I think that's like a paywall. Thing. Yes, that's like a if, definite. Ooh, yeah, that don't would be tease an essay. Me with a good time. Yeah, it's like if there was a, a unlock this episode for ten dollars thing, then we could dish some 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 tea. Yes, without question. I I feel like that book is coming at some point. You know, if this uh, if the skyrocket continues, I'll just get to you know expose the seedy underbelly of some stories going forward. <laughs> 
of the Phoenix indie music scene. Yes, for whatever that's worth. But um, so the reason that we were segueing, I'm not sure if everybody had gotten their their points through there in my in my pothole. But you, yes, Michael, you had a, yes. a what you wanted to so, tag on. Uh, speaking of, I, I should have mentioned this before. I started reading eleven uh, twenty two uh, sixty three. Yo, well I think you and I will probably really good. With, I'm with how fast I've you... already gotten past the dairy part. <gasps> So what did you think spoilers. of the dairy part, by the way? It was we already mentioned this in the past. He even mentioned the two people that he meets. It was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so a really wonderful way to sort of encapsulate the end of that story because you don't see the in-between times at all in the course of the story itself. So it's really nice to kind of just dip a toe back into dairy uh, at that juncture after they've mm-hmm. beaten it the first time. Really enjoyable. Yeah. No, I definitely, I definitely agree. I actually, uh, to give Shane a little bit more hint as to where I am, I just met uh, the black card man. Ooh, if that's any indication of that, good gracious! Um, so, so Wait, I, you're farther I ju- than I am. Aren't he jumped you? back in. Yes, probably. Um, so I, I got out of dairy. I came back and I went back in to the to the rabbit hole. So that's that's where I am. It is okay. I, well, that's mild spoilers for me. Uh, <laughs> Oh, shush. <laughs> it, it is still one of, uh, like, I have uh, random moments. I actually, I have something that John it, it is literally a grab bag you're going to be walking out of here with this evening. I have been debating on whether I wanted to do this, but every year around this time, I start reading 1408, which is a short story by King that's in Everything's Eventual. And John Cusack yes, stars in the movie. they did make the I movie. I think the movie was, I liked the movie. The but movie's fun. Like, I enjoy the... I have seen it, but it looked like an interesting premise. It's interesting. I I, uh, the story is dramatically different from the film, as you would expect, as that's all too often the case. But it is probably my favorite Stephen King thing at this point, because every time I read it, it really? is still a gratifying experience. And I see new little nuances. And it is a really unnerving story, as much as for those who have seen the film, it, it is a, a bit more subtle and kind of more insidious. Okay. Then the film where like the thing actually manifests like the room. It's, it, it's, um, to when I was talking about it with Melissa, she said it sounds very much like The Shining and it does have the same conceit. He goes into a haunted hotel room. That's just your, your general explanation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but the short story is one of my favorites. I actually am contemplating doing for my own edification just an, uh, audiobook version of it, just reading it. But I would mm-hmm. recommend just reading that short story for the both of you because it is so fulfilling and, and really, one of my favorite pieces of his prose that we've had. But okay. to that point, since we're nearing the end of this episode, we are, we are, I had the listener mail podcast script that we had talked about, uh, where it was this, uh, the horror themed podcast I was going to do. Yeah. And uh, I, I won't give you the entirety of the script. As I said, it is very long, but I figured you would appreciate the intro because you will see some of the interesting sort of like tributaries of thought and the tendrils of phrases that manage to manifest themselves on many of our episodes. But uh, here is episode one. I have to affect a radio broadcaster's voice for this, so give me a moment. <clears throat> What's my motivation? Lemon face, lion face. Good evening, ladies and germaphobes, and welcome back to The Last Rites on Death Valley Public Radio, The Coffin Nail, sending you out with a bang daily. I am your venerable host, Podcaster Marin, welcoming you to another exhilarating edition of Viewer Mail. 
Here's hoping that this evening's entry will be an entertaining, as entertaining as last week's, where the Valley's very own happy homemaker Kitty Rasputin shared her scrumptious recipe for no-bake cookies, then regaled us with a surrealist tale of walking through walls. Don't we all wish that we could live without boundaries like that? I know I certainly do. So... Anyway, onward and upward, or uh, time to get down into the ground, as we all say around here. Well, let's plunge into this week's grab bag of viewer mail. This entry comes from Abby Alhazred, a longtime listener hailing from Arkham, Massachusetts. So, hi, Abby. Thanks for spreading the word out to the eastern seaboard. I'm happy to hear that our sphere of influence is so wide, but I digress. All right, hold on tight, kitties, because this entry is a mad lib of the highest order, but hell, we all go a little mad sometimes. I believe that this letter is in response to my call for your happiest tale of high school hijinks, but I can't be certain. Until the FCC tells me it's obscene, I just assume it's clean. So keep on listening, lads and ladies. The power of the mic compels you. <laughs> I like that Necronomicon reference Thank there. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, and then we would go into the story from that, but each week would have a very weird kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre intro that was just completely oblivious to the fact that it's something horrific that you're talking right. about. Right. I like it. Yeah. It's very Night Valian, I find, uh, as it I look is. back on it in, in retrospect. It's like, yeah, it was me trying to be, yeah, a, a little more fusion of Night Vale and uh, Magnus Archives. Yeah, but I like it. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, but uh, Podcaster Marin was still one of my... And The Power of the Mic Compels You is, is still the my favorite. The Power of the Mic Compels That one was nice. Was I like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, well, I, I mean, almost want to co-op that. Well, you always clip it. <gasps> what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I am making a new intro, so it would be nice to have fresh clips. The Power of the Mic... You have like 30, 40 some odd clips. Much like cock. I need more. Oh my goodness. I need the cuck. Give me cuck. Can I have cuck? It is not well, cola, I, it is cuck. Cuck. cola. <laughs> there you go. There's like There's your, three or four more clips. If we had already predetermined that this episode is going to be called the election episode, it would be called <laughs> cuck cola. <laughs> Which is my new favorite uh, horror monster, by the way. <laughs> the cuck cola. The dreaded tale of cuck cola. <laughs> <laughs> Listen oh, to the caffeinated beverages of the night. I had something, but I totally lost it because of cut cola. <laughs> <laughs> steals your memory. Beware, banicula and cocola. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna say thank you, gentlemen, for indulging me through the entire month of October. I think it was uh-huh. a. Uh, I think we have a tradition on our hands. I think that was a lot of fun. Not to yeah. say that we're not going to talk about spooky things from here on out, mm-hmm. but it was nice to hyper focus on one uh, one lane for for a month, and I'd be open to it again. I really enjoyed it, and also I received the most sort of organic feedback from people hitting me up with random messages of like, "Are you actually shitting me? Like, I need to watch this movie now." Because uh, Deathbed apparently was very well received, including I, Michael. Okay, yeah, so yeah, uh, I, I watched it. The girlfriend and I watched it. It was uh, exactly how you described. Though there were a couple of things that you'd left uh, out, like they, a dream sequence. I was trying not to bog us down to the fact, yeah. like, yeah, it yeah. would have. Taken, I wasn't it giving was the literal blow-by-blow, blow, particularly like that big section in the middle with all of the you know various individuals who had been killed by the bed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, that's true. That's true. I wonder which ring this one is. Like, 
that yeah. was that was that was weird. But I feel like it was just a, a way of them just killing off extras that they like signed on by accident. But or something. like the mob boss of anything, it was, I love that they're playing <laughs> cards on the bed, and he tries to shoot it <laughs> with a gun. Like uh, <laughs> it's, it's just yeah. pointing it right for down John, at your who foot. has not seen it. Yeah, it's yeah, it is ludicrous. Right I assure you, it is. Oh, it's so good. You you need to watch. You'd it, appreciate John. it. If, if, Literally, okay, so, like, the girlfriend and I, we watched that, and it was still early on in the night, so I was like, you know what you need to see? You need to see Birdemic. So I showed her Birdemic oh, immediately after that. You reminded me that I need <sighs> to prep my episode for Thanksgiving. Yes, you do. Yes, you definitely do. I officially have homework, and I, I, for, I forgot about it in the, uh, you know, the work week, but... Now, oh the Birdemic stars Burt Reynolds, right? I wish. I think it is absolutely nobody important. Let's take a um, second here and plug things that are important. Mm. Like Birdemic. Birdemic. But Shock and terror. We After we wrap this episode, we're going to start recording episode two of our next fanfic read. Mm-hmm. And we've yes, decided I'm- that Michael's not allowed to intro anything ever again. So it is <laughs> oh, yeah, Hogwarts School of Prayers that. and Miracles. <laughs> right. And... Uh, my mic sounds awful in that first episode, and I hope that we get that uh, panned out. If not, I may be able to get free video editing software and just get the raw files. And uh, if and you, work. I mean, I I can get you the the free editing software. We can we can manage to make that work. If you're if you're that desperate to to find it's a just, way, he's got a trench coat on and he lifts it and he says, "Want to see some free video software?" Hello, editing. stranger. The other uh, thing is, is like it you know, do you, so much. Do you really have that much free time on your hands that now you're going to go from one year burgeoning career as a record producer to move into now video editing as a freelance thing? And yet you can't make a damn episode. <laughs> you can't say, prep one unless you really are driven to do one I once feel like, blue fucking I feel like I go through seasons. And I feel like I just exited <laughs> a season, entered a new one. And, the, and what I mean by that is there are seasons where I crave nothing more than just to be so busy that I forget people's names and to respond. Like, to, like Michael's birthday, like, forgot that. But even more so, eh. my dad's birthday is either a day before or after yours, and I forgot <laughs> to wish my dad a happy birthday. Okay, that's, um, that's a lot worse. So, yes. like, <laughs> I go through periods of time where it's either I remember or I have time for anything and everything but don't want to do it because I'm just actively lazy or it's like i have three days off in a row right now and i gave myself no time to breathe on almost on purpose where it's like i just i have the i have a drive again yeah uh so to answer your question like i guess i could i could i'm i am up so late now that i need something to do with my time and i don't think video games are really going to cut it okay so if it needed to happen i can allocate time I'm glad that we will benefit from your suffering. I, I just mostly, it's, yes. I have had a lot of instances. You and I have been together for years now, and this is the, you know, we're like each other's road wives, basically. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so it turns into, I have seen moments where I will watch you literally like crawl up into the tree and, you know, do everything in your power to avoid working. <laughs> you will go out of your way to work harder than you need to, to not work. And then there are other points where you will just be completely gung ho, hyper motivated, and really focused. 
and I appreciate it. I will exploit it to my benefit at points. Oh, yeah. I just, you know, I, I need to figure out which side of you I'm talking to. <laughs> he needs consistency, damn it. Hey, at least, again, <laughs> to speak to seasons, like, it is, it's not like one week versus next week. It's yes. usually like a couple months or like, there's, it's at least a project length of yes. time. As a, something, a, a joke that Michael's one going to have to censor, uh, well, I'll, I'll leave it to you as, <sighs> no, it's not that bad, but uh, Melissa Appreciated well, now that you my, that way. my joke from last night is I said, what is this? Is this like Dr. Crow and uh, Mr. Hyde here? What the hell's going on? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, that's fair. So, okay. Yeah, okay. just, uh, like yeah, a lot of, a lot of great like times it. happening. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't need to. You will never have to encounter it. Yes, exactly. <sighs> well. I like it. I believe that gets us to a nice, comfortable cutting uh, cutting off point here. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Rather than do something. Anything else we want to impart for our, our final shot at, at, at the spoopy month? Oh, not final shot. I was going to say that... Uh, Shane needs to plug this. Oh, oh, I'll get there. The after dark. That's he, that. He, I have a rhythm. He's doing closing thoughts before he does. Uh, yeah, we got Jerry extro. Springer's outro. Jerry's final moments here. I Hers just called real. it the extra instead of the outro. It could be an extra. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'll take it either way I want to. Oh my goodness. Where's that real? Uh, well, all right. Let's do a quickie. This will be fun. Uh, fuck Mary Kill. Yes, I was gonna. I was thinking of that earlier, but I didn't know if that was season it's, one or it's not. It's appropriate for Halloween. The, uh, the fan, can you put the announcer voice on again? We're gonna play a rousing round of "Fuck Mary Kill." <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill is brought to you by the letter K. Uh, all right, uh, we're just because I can choose here, and it's appropriate, and we're probably never gonna do these again because I feel like we really lost our our energy with it. I want to just read you off a list of the ones that I accumulated. So we have Fuck Mary Kill Killer Edition, which features Ed Kemper, David Berkowitz, and Ed Gein. There's a real interesting slew of Berkowitz. Is he the the son of Sam Killer? I don't. I that is my uh, blind spot for me. I haven't okay. seen anything about Son of Sam. Uh, he basically and all uh, of them are my blind. He, spot. he just you know shot couples in uh, in cars together at like lovers' lanes and things uh, okay. with a handgun. He he was not very grisly. Ed so Kemper, of course. Uh, for those who enjoy Co-ed Mindhunter, killer. you're very very familiar with. And then of course Ed Gein, uh, who's the subject of of many marvelous films, essentially that oh, yeah, uh, you uh, know Captain indirectly. Nicole. Well, I mean, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, is, uh, you know, a direct pull, Silence of the Lambs or so many things. Anyway, and then we have Monster Edition. Uh, we have Pinhead, Freddy Krueger, and Pennywise the Dancing Clown for oh, one shit. trio. Uh, Hannibal Lecter, Jigsaw, and John Doe from Seven. Oh, fuck. Uh, Leatherface, Jason Voorhees, and Michael Myers in another triptych. And then uh, I think I, I talked about Bathsheba and Valak and yeah, Pazuzu yeah. as the, yeah, the demon ones. Too much. Uh, so, yeah, we have uh, we have plenty of, of very entertaining. And, of course, the Archie edition of Betty, Veronica, and Jughead. Of course, fuck Jughead. <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> oh, so anywho, yes, uh, those were the the fun. So any of those that we wanna we wanna play? Does, does anything sound well, provocative enough? Let's do not the killers because I don't know any of them. Okay. What about the movie monster ones? Yes, the, movie uh, monsters. Pinhead, Kruger, and Pennywise. I, I would have to remember who Pinhead is. But from, I'm, oh, Michael. Okay, I. I don't recall a lot Google of these. He would, okay. 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 He would say this a phrase <laughs> to you that you've heard in the bedroom many times. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Okay, oh, that sounds God, reasonable. Now he just thinks it looks like his girlfriend. <laughs> it kind of does. You know what's funny? <laughs> I didn't know she was in a movie. In the Hellbound Heart. <laughs> you haven't the... been on Pornhub? Good Lord. <laughs> no. X-Hamster, thank you. Um, yeah, duh. PornMD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about PornMD. Is, is that an actual thing? Brace for impact. Um, oh, my God. Oh, yes, no. please tell him. Uh, oh, I'll, no. I'll leave that to you, John. But uh, please, in uh, in the book, the Hellbound Heart, the pinhead character, the lead Cenobite, is actually female. And when she's initially seen, she's crouching down in a corner, and she has got someone's disembodied head that she's holding, and she has um, tongues that have been removed that have been ripped out of people's bodies that are laying all along her thighs. And she has had her, her labia, I believe, adjusted and pinned up and manipulated and things. So it's, it's very ghastly. But that is it. And then she stands up, the tongues just slide down off of her legs. It's hot. Uh, so, Super well. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good I've times. I've never been more erect in, in, in my life. This is the erection it episode. Is a, so. It is erection day. So we're, we're uh, there. Yeah, don't forget. It's erections. <sighs> yes. All day. Yes. Okay. So, uh, fuck, Mary kill, John. Uh, you've got a uh, pinhead and, uh, Freddy Krueger and Pennywise, the dancing clown. I would kill Pinhead. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a very difficult proposition if we've learned nothing from the Scarlet Gospels. I just don't see anything sexual happening, and I definitely don't see him as marriage material. Um, Shit, between Freddy and... You know what? I would marry Freddy Krueger because I feel like I feel like he has banter. You know, like he's very witty. He's very quippy. And uh, that's, I know, actually did these for like to have the three most sort of like articulate or, or chatty of the murder monsters. Right. And then ever since I saw Pennywise's butt cheeks clap on the finale of part one, I've really, really wanted to hit that. So I would fuck, I would fuck Pennywise. <laughs> do you think that you could make him do the drool thing? <laughs> <laughs> I certainly uh, fucking hope so. It's actually kind of a kink of mine to be a little sloppy on that. So uh, yeah, I have had any number of moments of sexual congress where I've made people turn into, uh, you know, the <laughs> the face that you make when you go into the deadlights. <laughs> 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 By the way, my new coworkers don't know how to react to me when I'm like, oh, I think that's a new kink for me now to things. Oh, isn't that the best? Just making your new coworkers like we're, uncomfortable. We were full it's, up, uh, like, because we have reduced seating or whatever. Okay. And I, I politely, like, you know, you had to turn, not like turn them away, but like, hey, like, hey, just, you know, like, we don't have any seats right now. You're welcome to shop to go. Or, you know, you can hang out on the patio or hang out outside for, for a little bit and see if something opens up. Mm-hmm. And they were really receptive. And it was, it was a good interaction overall. But I walked up to my coworker. I was like, it felt so good. <laughs> I think, the, I think, the sadist in you, yes. yeah. I was like, I think, I think it's a kink. <laughs> I like telling people no. <laughs> Michael, who would you uh, fuck? Who would you marry? Who would you oh, kill? Jeez. Well, considering I don't know much about Pinhead, um, you're gonna kill I him feel too. Like, yes. I'm sorry. I know. I know. Everyone's disappointed. I'm ashamed. Me. Like, yeah. It's basically my, the title my, of your sex tape. So. Yeah, All my apologies. graduate professor, my girlfriend, my parents, my friends, my Sorry, God. the people that walk into my store. Are these all the people whatever. you've slept with? Or? No. Okay. No. Uh, the people I slept with are even more, you know, disappointed They're dead. me. But, um, yeah. They better they be. They died from disappointment. They just, they couldn't handle it. Um, <laughs> Nothing can fill me up. <laughs> Certainly not you. I'm an empty vessel. Uh, 
I feel like Freddy Krueger would be like kind of comforting. Like if you have a nightmare that's not him, I feel like you would get pissed off and then try and like, you know, like, no, the only person that can haunt their dreams is me. Naturally. So like you would be kind of a supporting, like, you know, a supportive person in that case. I don't know why I'm shocked the sleep paralysis guy wants to cuddle up with Freddy Krueger. Hey, at least I know what I'm getting into. Like, you know. Um, but you don't know what then, he's getting into. That's the problem. So sex uh, with him is a literal wet dream because you're going to be asleep. <laughs> I like that. Um, and then um, it wasn't anything in the first, um, in chapter one. It was chapter two that really got me for Pennywise. Um, Turning into the grandma. In the no. Giant dangling well, floppy after, tits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when she was coming after uh, Beverly. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yeah. That that part. No, um it was part in the in the in the House of Mirrors. Uh when banging uh, when the he head sued. against the uh, the glass. When he licks the no, window. No, it was before. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, that tongue. All right. That does that good, wonders. Good. The the banging yeah, the head good, against good. the glass is what they do after they've had sex with you. Yeah, well, that's when you do while you're having sex. It's, Not it's, with it's you. It's just so good. You, well, they only have three pumps, so I mean. <sighs> one can hope. Four strokes, Max. One can hump. Uh, one pump, <laughs> one cream. Um. <laughs> All right, little Debbie. Uh, <laughs> as per Shame. usual, I'm going to tilt this on its head. I am. I'm totally down for marrying Pinhead because uh, one, if we were talking about our sadistic tendencies here, I would be married to the man who is torturing everybody on the planet uh, that opens the box at the very least. And heavens knows, I don't open the box. Uh, so I, I think, I, yeah, I could, I could live with, uh, you know, just, uh, he and I, just two angry, bald men, just, you know, torturing and punishing people for being in our blast radius and taking an interest in us. It sounds like most of my relationships. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to kill Freddie. Uh, one, because Melissa's terrified of him, but two, uh, I, I just don't like the cut of his jib. And, uh, I okay, think I would be fair. doing the, the townsfolk a, a, a favor for those that live on Elm Street. A flavor? A flavor, if you will. A flavor saver. And, uh, yeah, I, I think I am gonna stick with everybody else though here and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna fuck Pennywise. Really? I'm just That's fuck him so fast his tits will spin. He's got them. He's a, he's a, uh, what's the, the Scars Guard? Scars Guard? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, all the yeah. Scars Guard oh, families, yeah, yeah, all very fetching it. folk. Yeah. You can fucking mm-hmm. get it. They will get it. And, and plus, I won't you. He's, I'm going to get you. He's proven he <laughs> will definitely be wet enough for you. <laughs> I also, he, he passes the kink test. I feel like he's one of those people that the orgasm, uh, indicator is when the eyeball goes dead on you. <laughs> you know, you hit the spot when he's like, <laughs> the listener can't see it and michael probably didn't catch it but i caught it shane looked at me fucking just went, dead he on and he sweet. did the most perfect impression of it like he i didn't that know was, that he could move his eyes like that but this it isn't really yeah, enough I, for I, you john <laughs> is this not really enough? oh jesus yeah, that, was ter- that was terrifying <laughs> you'll have to do that during the after dark just just because you screamed you have to demonstrate you that. screamed and i creamed you screamed and i creamed <laughs> I feel like you have to open the after dark with that. You, you screamed and I creamed. Yes, I'm gonna clip that. <laughs> you screamed and I. You creamed. screamed and I creamed. You lied and I sighed. You sprayed on my thighs. Uh, <laughs> this gentleman is why the occasional loose fit is is well worth exploring. This is a lot of fun. Oh my sides. Oh, well, it's oh. wonderful to have you in the same room again, Michael. It's I look forward to, to having you finally get back and, and join in as well. I was, was going to put a yes, bow on this um, by saying, "Here's what we should do, Michael. 
you should finally get a fucking test. Just just get a fucking test. Join the club. Okay. Um and I will do the same thing. Like let's we can we can we can synchronize our tests. Mm. You know? Um and once we both get our negatives, and Shane, you know, his situation really hasn't changed. I don't interact with humanity, so I'm safe. Um we should we should try and do a, a distanced in person deal uh sooner than later. And see see cool. how that how that goes. This room works very yeah. well for it, as we can see. Yeah, There's... you'd probably need to bring your equipment, Michael. But I'd be okay with that. That's well. Not, I do have a spare mic it. for you at the very least, <laughs> if you want to go back to the snowball days. <laughs> no, <laughs> because can you just imagine at this point being socially distant in a room like this? No need for headphones because we don't give a shit about intro music. Oh, anymore. it'd be grand. You know, you just you know do the clicks just for, for click sake, and there you go. Well, for my sake. Because remember, I edit that shit. Well, like, that's open to just interpretation. Have three sep- well, well, you're talking about doing one uh, one microphone again? No. no. Thro- well, then we'd need to do the damn clicks. <laughs> well, if the click don't the fit, editor, you must quit. I will quit. The click doesn't uh, exist. It's a myth. Clicks aren't Mind real. The Indeed. Mind the gap. Well, uh, I believe that has been, uh, you know, I believe that has been, that has been the episode. That I is think it. That was kind yeah, of the episode. Yeah, that was mostly sure. disinformed so, after dark. If for those of you who uh, who want to keep <laughs> up with us, please, you can find us on all of the networks that are social. And uh, so, if you can, you know, track us down on facebook.com slash disinformed podcast. If you use the Instagram, you can find us there at disinformed podcast. And on the Twitters, we are at disinformed pod. But furthermore, we have a plethora of new material that is going to be winging its way to you on the weekly so every wednesday in november which means that this november is uh this november this week is going to officially debut the first episode of hogwarts school of prayer and miracles which i can assure you having endured the first episode (laughs) you're going to enjoy this as much as we hate it uh it's it's a lot of fun and it's nice to have the live action component as well so that's going to be dropping on wednesday mornings and uh, then fridays you can return back to and now of course that's going to be on youtube i should clarify and also on yes. youtube every friday at 10 a.m mountain time you can find us on the tubes of you for disinformed after dark which is where we debut our glorious little hypotheticals where we have a little fun with mr chuck klosterman and all of his inane conversations mm-hmm. so there is no excuse to not be completely exposed to us like the christian stitcher and get your participation badge from us oh absolutely get your certification it's very important but in particular as well also if you're digging what you hear here you can please give us a a quick little rate and review because our itunes will thank you for it and it certainly gives us better opportunities to stop michael from living like a destitute man good lord (laughs) my only fans isn't isn't picking up i i might have to go somewhere else now always try the corner there's no corners in Gilbert. I'd have to go all the way to Phoenix. Yeah, it's all right Van over Buren. there. It's a sad state Ugh. of affairs. Uh, I, I don't try to contribute anything to society anymore just because it all winds up getting deleted eventually. It's just fucking exhausting. <laughs> Duly noted. 
Well, I believe that is going to give us a tight little testicle tug and then wrap it into a package that will end this glorious episode. Thank you all for being here on Election Day. If you have not done so already, please go vote. It is well worthwhile, regardless of the side that you're siding up on. But wait, yes. if they're listening to this on Election Day, isn't it too late? No, if they're listening to this on Election Day, no, the you whole... can still go vote. Oh, sorry, I was assuming that we're all way responsible in early voting, but I guess a vote is a vote no matter what, so yes, hopefully. Just don't fucking call out the people that haven't voted. We're trying to motivate them. Yet. This is the morning after <laughs> you came for to everybody. me for motivation. Uh, yeah, please please uh, vote if you haven't already. Stand in, stand in line. Only you can prevent orange fires. Oh, it's proving to be as popular as crotch rot these days, so it's just perfectly fine. Well, I believe that is going to do it for us here. So for the Disinformed Podcast, I'm Shane. I'm John. And I'm Michael. So long and good night. So long and good night. Tight fucking reverb. It's like Pennywise's puss. <laughs> he has a vagina? <laughs> he has whatever I want him to have. Vagina dentata. Is this tight enough for you, John? <laughs> <laughs>